0: Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It
1: is Good evening everybody. It is 10.30 p.m. on a Wednesday night. And if you are enjoying the smoothness of my voice, which has been compared to a freshly spun spiderweb of a brown recluse arachnid, then that can only mean one thing that you are on live on the greatest Neo Soul Show on the web, powered by x I am the one and only Q-Man. And along with my partner, T-Mitch, we are about to deliver to you 50 minutes
2: of Neo we'll Gap.
1: What's up, T-Mitch?
2: I am doing okay. I'm a little uncomfortable with your mention of the brown raccoon spider. But uh, other than that, I am doing pretty good. I'm always looking forward to Wednesday nights. I especially enjoy the third Wednesday of the month, so I'm really looking forward to um, tonight's show. I'm having a very good day. I had a very good Tuesday. I'm having an even better Wednesday How's everything with you, man? I got it. That's not talking to you, thing. I'm still, I'm not too cool with so I got to start communicating with you a little more. How's everything going?
1: Uh, life is kind of stinking right now. My car gave out on me, so I'm kind of struggling right about now with that, but, you know, I'll get through it.
2: How's everything else? Well, I know how the car thing could be. Remember, I had a car that would just shut off when it felt like it, so I understand that. Well, right now I got nothing. So that's that's <laughs> that's that's it. Car bad. No, nothing good with the car, and that's just brought everything else down as well.
1: Yeah, man. You know,
2: life is hard sometimes. You know that. Unfortunately, I do. Everything else seems to be be pretty good. We had a great show last week, where we got to look back. Over the past year, and I got to poke fun at the Q-Man without personally attacking him. We so replayed his in-rotation playlist where he sung Keith Sweat's "Nobody." Did I read your interview last week where we looked at a lot of the um, the Wednesday Wednesday Rewinds that we've done with Mike Bone? Also, it's a good show. Always love the chance to look back over what we've done because I think the year the year goes by pretty fast when every Wednesday or every day of a certain week you have something to look forward to and something to do so mm-hmm. I think every time we get a chance to look back and see how much we've done over the course of um 12 months it's always exciting hmm.
3: and then people well, enjoy it
2: I, I got a lot of texts and emails from people that wanted to and they wanna do their own in rotation playlist and then I got another set of text messages from people with suggestions for who we should do on the Wednesday rewind, so oh. very, very exciting. Guess Sister mm. Sweet has found her Sister Sweet found her mojo and she's out grabbing new talent and artists in Neil's whole world because we know that they're they're gearing up for a big 2014. So we're gonna be bringing you guys a lot of interviews with new and interesting artists. Hopefully, some of our favorites we can get back on the show whether it's to do their in rotation playlist or just to catch up with them and see how they're Mhm. So I'm, I think that's what we have to look forward to.
3: Okay.
2: So today is the third Wednesday of the month. And every third Wednesday, as you guys have become very familiar with here on the Neo Soul Show, we do the Wednesday rewind where the Chancellor of Soul, Mike Boone, comes on the line and talks with us a little bit about a classic soul artist and or group. So we ended 2013 with the Jackson 5 which I thought was a a great pick and great way to go out with with the Wednesday Rewind. Had a really, really good show. And we are starting the Wednesday Rewind in 2014, finally, with someone that I and my generation are very much aware of, even if we don't know his name. We are very much aware of all of his hit songs. And that is Bill Withers. So, there are a lot of 25 to 30-year-olds right now. It's like, what? Who? The guy that sung Ain't No Sunshine, Lean On Me, Use Me, songs that you know, that you've listened to, you know the words, you just had no idea that was his name. That's true. Bill Withers. And I had no idea that Bill Withers did my, um, my favorite Will Smith rap song, just the two of us.
1: Yes, he did. <laughs>
2: so, I will actually be a part of tonight's discussion on Bill. Whether as always, we will play music from the spotlighted artists. So, uh, a number of the songs that I just mentioned will be played, especially the one that Bill is probably most known for, which is another favorite of mine. Might even well play a little game, too and see if we can name F- name different movies that we've heard these songs in.
1: Hmm. Well, you actually in the movie, Lean On Me.
2: who cool was that you were not... Stop saying... They're always acting like you was in some movie. Mitch, I was in the movie, Lean Me. What part were you in on Lean On Me? I was in
1: groups when they marched in the hall.
2: Okay, listen. Um, everybody and a mother who was a teenager... In the 80s Could have been In that mob At City Hall
1: <laughs> You Are you saying You don't believe me
2: I am saying I do not believe That you are a part Of the mob That wow. marched On City Hall To free Joe Clark
1: How long Have you known me
2: <laughs> Without really Telling people How old we are A long time <laughs> Have I ever Lied to you No, you have exactly. not. Have you embellished the truth? No, you have not lied. So you're telling no. me that you, you were a part of a group that marched on City Hall to get Morgan Freeman free?
1: You have my word.
2: How much, they, how much did they pay you as an extra?
1: $50 a day.
2: How many days of job did it take to shoot
4: that?
1: Two days. I still have $50 a day and free McDonald's. I still have my pay stub from
2: it. $50 a day and free McDonald's to stand out there and say, free Mr. Clark. Right. Were you toward the front for any of the really good lines, or were you, like, all the way in the back?
1: Uh, There is
2: one quick part where I can point myself out. And what part is that?
1: They are saying three. Clark,
2: I. am serious. Um, I'm being. I. You gonna have to point this out to me. We gonna have to, I need somebody right now. If you're listening, pull oh. lean on me up on your laptop or your cell phone. We need to find this scene that the Q Man is claiming to be in. Mm. So were you up there when, when, when Sam said, we don't want a new principal, we want Mr. Clark?
1: Yes. Now, what happened was, when I was going, I was in a pre-college program at NJIP for four years, and part of it, they took us all on a bus overnight and took us out to shoot those scenes in Patterson.
2: Like, I have the biggest... I don't believe you smile on my face, but like you already said, like you you rarely lie. But I'm finding it really hard to believe. And this is the first time we're talking about this.
1: Look, you you have a sport. We can call him
2: and
1: he will tell you.
2: Why is this the first time that we're talking about it? Why did we have to have Bill? Why do we have to be doing Bill? Whether it's on the Wednesday rewind for you to mention that you were an extra and one of the a very iconic classic film.
1: Because it's not really a claim. I had a, I was in a group scene in a movie. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, if I was going to make a claim to fame, it would be the the times that I played in the Harlem Pro League or played at a Rucker or things like that. This isn't one of or those... Or when things. you was on
2: that episode of um, Coco
1: and ice I think I was on that.
2: I know you were. I was actually expecting you to mention that. So everyone is see how you're really meant- the brains. You're really the it- brains I- of the operation.
1: And think about it. I've never mentioned that I was on Iced Tea and Cocoa.
2: You need to start huh. mentioning it. It might enhance the brand.
1: <laughs> well, fine. I was in an episode briefly of Iced Tea and Cocoa.
2: So we got Iced Tea and Cocoa. The one of the best scenes in Lean on Me, you were one of the crowd members standing free Mr. Clark. Yes. $50 a day at free
1: McDonald's. $50 a day, free McDonald's.
2: Times have changed. You know, they pay extra $300 now.
1: Are you kidding me?
2: Yes. They, I've been on a few casting calls. They pay extra like 300 to $400 a day. That's a lot. And you got $50 to be, again, in a very important scene in a
1: movie. In <laughs> movie, I got $50. Mm-hmm.
2: Might have times changed.
1: Tell me about
2: it. Be- before we get into the rest of tonight's show, we're waiting on the Chancellor of Seoul to join us. Who you-, who you got in the Super Bowl, Kill? I
1: think Seattle's going to win it all.
2: It all? because so they're, they're not just going to beat San Francisco. They're going to beat someone from the AFC.
1: First of all, they're going to crush San Francisco. And I want everybody to hear me say that. Crush San Francisco Sunday. Okay. And then what they're going to do to either Peyton Manning or Tom Brady is not going to be cute at all.
2: So it doesn't matter who wins the New England Denver game. They're just, or they're just going to be served up to Seattle.
1: They are. I mean, Peyton Manning. he's not a great playoff guy. So I see him folding the Tom Brady on Sunday. But even if he doesn't, it's not going to matter because it's too much defense coming out of Seattle. They're going to stop him.
2: And you don't think that there's a possibility that a healthy San Francisco team, now with Michael Crabtree, can cause some fits for Seattle?
1: No. No, not at all. After going to be in trouble and running all day.
2: Does, is it just me, or does he remind you of an Arabian Drake? <laughs> I know that's a little insensitive but I'm not a, um, a Colin Kaepernick fan but he, he strikes me like he's just so emotional that's why I, like he strikes me as a Drake type person like people tweet about him having bad games and then he goes to the interviews and they shot that fans like you're not that good you you never really were like being better than Alex Smith is not a claim to fame.
1: this is true
2: So, I personally think the Super Bowl is between New England and Denver. I don't think whoever wins the San Francisco-Seattle game is going to win the Super Bowl. Wow. But I'm hoping that San Francisco beats Seattle just so I can watch the 49ers lose in the Super Bowl again. (laughs) I think it would be poetic justice for um, Kaepernick, who I'm not a fan of. Frank Gore, who I think is a little, he's a little tasteless, this is like two seasons in a row where they went to someone else's field and during the game, when they realized they were winning, they, they taunted them. And Gore has been one of the lead people doing it. Like last year, he was in Atlanta doing Dirty Bird in the end zone. And this year, they went to Carolina and were taunting Cam, Cam Newman at his, his Superman celebration. That was kind of my So, I, feel, I think they're tasteless. I want them to beat Seattle so then they can go to the Super Bowl. There'll be no forearm kissing. There'll be no celebrating. And I can watch them just sadly lose again. I would love for the 49ers to become the Buffalo Bills of the 90s. <laughs> and I want Anquan Bolden to suffer. You said you were going to retire if you couldn't re-sign with Baltimore after winning the Super Bowl. Not only did you not retire, you went to the team that you beat for said Super Bowl. I would love for them to get there, and he can lose and not have a catch.
1: Yeah, he's into a big man.
2: He is. But I'm not a a fan of... That, that's definitely the way it went down. I personally think whoever wins the New England-Denver game is going to one of my favorite um, hood terms, mollywop, whoever comes out to NFC.
1: I like hood terms. What's that one?
2: Mollywop. I got to figure out how to use that one in a sentence. It's going to be hard for you you're not a violent person.
1: Yeah.
2: But you have to say it in terms of causing like serious harm to someone. Like that's worse than getting beat down. It's a mollywop. Oh, I gotta it's use really that. bad. Yeah, mollywop.
1: Oh, I like I, that. I just I, thought saying... Go ahead.
2: I expect Denver to beat New England only because I still don't believe in New England's offense. Again, scoring said amount of points against the Colts, who gave up 44 to Alex Smith, is not a claim to fame. So do it against Denver. I think Denver will win. I think Peyton will tap dance over whichever defense comes out of the NFC, and I'll be happy. Everything that I've wanted will have happened. One thing I don't want, and I want to say this on something that's being recorded, I do not want the people of New York, New Jersey, to do anything that will make the NFL frown upon us for having the Super Bowl here. Hmm. No fighting at Giant Stadium. No, no overly drunkenness. Don't cause problems on the subway. Let's try to do something about the traffic. <laughs> Let's not cause a scene here. I, technically, I don't even think New York should be so excited about the Super Bowl being here because it's being played in New Jersey. And if we can keep calm, you can keep calm.
3: Good point.
2: So that's my feelings on said Super Bowl are you excited about tonight though the, the Bill Withers and everything any? you always ask this. do you have a favorite song from tonight's When They Rewind guest
1: of course I
2: do what is that song
1: that, that ain't no shot that's what song man
2: can I tell you that because um, Mike, Mike's on the line I'm getting ready, we're getting ready to bring the Chancellor of Soul, I just want to say this real quick. The Mighty Ox and I were getting ready to go to Vegas a few years back, and we decided to go karaoke oh. in with friends before we left. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> me and my homeboy and some of the other people we were there, we did um, the Jamie Foxx song, blame it on alcohol. You know, did something new, trying to get some nerves out. Have no idea that the Mighty Ox is to his name on the karaoke sheet, right? Shout out to the T <laughs> Berry. He's going to be on the show next week. He'll be mad I'm telling the story. He gets the microphone. He'll be like, oh, what is he going to say? Why does Bill Wither's Ain't No Sunshine come on? <laughs> ah. And he hit every note, every word. I could not believe that this guy, this unassuming appearances make him not look like he's cool. Guy is singing a Bill Withers classic. Wow. Absolutely amazing. Now you got something that you can hold against him.
1: Let me, oh, there you go. Oh, I want to make sure I say um, shout-out to the Valley Girl Keisha listening. Say shout-out to the Valley Girl Keisha, T-Mitch. Shout-out to the
2: Valley Girl Keisha? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure that you said you say Keisha. Shout-out to the Valley Girl Keisha. Wait, wait. Say I say this like I'm excited. Shout out to the Valley Girl Keisha. because hey, I you, people are real. People are real. You know, they they like they, they shout outs to be good. Like you can't just shout them out like you read it off a piece of paper. Like it has to come from a place of meaning. So, without <laughs> <laughs> further for to, shout out to everybody else listening. So that way you all still have been shouted out, but Keisha's is still special for me. <laughs> shout out to everybody listening. As it says the third Wednesday of the month, first of two thousand and fourteen. We are live on the Air Neil Soul Show. He's the Q man. I am T Mitch and we are thankful and blessed again on another Wednesday rewind tonight, spotlighting Bill Withers to bring you all the Chancellor of Soul, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Boom. Happy New Year, gentlemen, how are you? Hey buddy. Happy how New Year.
4: Same to you both. How you been?
2: Oh,
1: we hanging in there, man.
2: Good. Uh, last last week, we uh, had the pleasure of putting together a compilation of about five or six of the Wednesday Rewinds we did in, in 2013. hmm So it was really cool going back and and listening to them and then playing the music and listening to the background that you gave it's like we we picked up a whole another set of fan base on that. Wow. So we actually picked up we had a lot of emails from people requesting that we do certain artists. Wow, okay. It's wonderful. That is great. Love to
4: hear that. So that's how the year <laughs> started for us. That is wonderful. I'm so glad, you know, Oh, yeah, I want to say Happy New Year to all the listeners out there, too. That's what I meant to uh, put in when when I say Happy New Year to both of you. So Happy New Year, listeners.
1: 2014. I, it seems like it's just turning 2013. Maybe that's because I'm getting old.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Again, track. So, you and I so, both agree. We're looking forward to tonight when they rewind, because this is probably the first time since we did, I want to say, I want to say Teddy Pendergrass, that we both equally are excited by the artist, know the artist, and know the artist's
3: music.
4: Wow, that is good. That's the way to start the New Year's off correctly. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is so. And Q is, Q I was excited. Go ahead,
2: you. Uh,
1: no, I can't wait to you. I want to know if
4: this guy is smooth as he appears. To be. Is he what? I'm sorry. If- it was as
1: smooth
4: as he appears. To be. Oh, Bill. Oh, of course. And what you see is what you get, Is what Flip Wilson used to say, forty some years ago. You know, whatever you saw as Bill, you know, he's Bill. You know, um, this is what I loved about him. He was one of those artists that was just himself, and he wasn't no, there was no put on with him. It was just straight, you know, to the point. His music was like that also, and that's what made me a fan of of Bill Withers, and you know, still am to this day. You know, I love, absolutely love his music. You know, his his writings, you know, touch a point in people's lives. It's based on his life, but it touches everybody's lives And, you know, his songs are inspirational songs So this is why that the longevity of his music, you know, continues Mm -hmm. You know, after 43 years, you know, from 1971 And the fact that Ain't No Sunshine was the first record, 45, that I ever bought when I was a kid Mm. With my own money so that's what makes it even more uh, special for me.
2: Yeah,
1: That's good trivia for the future right there. <laughs>
2: that is a good one. Dude, do you remember what your first 45 was? Uh, no, I can't remember. Good. Yeah, I wasn't expecting you to. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. yeah, you know for that to be the for that to be the first one, like and not not too many artists can come out the gate with a song like that that, that stands the, the the test of time like that. Like the, the, the name, the way to name Bill whether and know that Ain't you know Sunshine's gonna be one of the two or three songs that everybody's gonna name mm-hmm. that they know. For that to be a first song is a big deal. I was reading a little about Bill for tonight's show and one thing that I noticed about Bill and I that we wanted to talk about tonight was unlike a lot of artists, or at least maybe unsaid about a lot of artists, was mm-hmm. that he didn't give up his day job when he was making music. No, not at
4: all. And he was working in the aircraft at the time, you know, um, putting in toilets in the airplanes. <laughs> you know, that was, wow. his, that was his... As a matter of fact, if you look at the, his first album, Just as I Am, he's in the factory. That's where he worked at. And he's got the hat on and and he's got his um, lunchbox. Yeah, that's where he took pictures at, right there. And because the music is like a fickle business, you know, it's not promising, you know. So he had a good job. You know, he had a good paying job. So, you know, but his dream was music. Like everybody, you know, have a dream. And his dream was music. So he said, well, let me keep my day job just in case this doesn't work out, I have something to fall back on, and that's why he kept his day job, you know. But he, I guess, he had no idea how far it was going to go, you know. That you know, God, this was his calling, you know. So, um, but yeah, yeah, he um, he definitely kept his day job until after "Ain't No Sunshine" uh, went gold, sold million, sold a million, and he won a Grammy for it, you know. And so it was just one of those, what I loved about it is just it's a simple song. You know, it's very short, but it's a simple song, like you said earlier. It's something that everybody knows, and can. it's like a great sing-along song, and um, you can't beat it. I mean, he's had so many, you know, um, sort of straightforward songs about his life. It's just that, you know, everybody can relate. Right. You know, grandma's hands, he talks about his grandmother. That's the one that practically raised him was his grandmother. And Lean On Me basically was a song about everybody, you know, where he lived in Slap Fork, Virginia, which was a coal mine place. It wasn't much that everybody had. They had each other, so all they could depend on was each other. Just lean on me and I would just you know, I'll be there. You know, just call on me. And it was a flip side that he did Of Ain't No Is My Favorite Called Harlem Where he talks about, you know, my home Where I'm from In New York, Harlem So, you know um, And then also Bill got started at 33 years old He got started very late in the music business You know, he was already 33 when he got started So, you know, he um, Yeah, he's just one of those Fortunate uh, brothers <laughs> no. I just made it.
1: Why'd he start so late?
4: Um, you know, I guess well, you know, he was in the Navy, you know, and it uh-huh. took a while. You know, he had a job at the you know, it was just something that he just it was like by, by mm. chance type thing. Okay. You know, by chance.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you
4: know, if I make it, I make it. If I don't, I got a job to lay back on. So, he just took a
1: chance. That. Huh? I'm sorry. I hear no, I said I hear that. That makes
4: sense. Yeah, he just, you know, basically just took a chance. Say, ah, well, what the heck? Let me just go mm-hmm. through. But before he, you know, he was discovered basically by Clarence Amon and Booger T. Jones. Booger T. Jones, of course, is from Booger T. and the MGs, you know, um, the group that gave you green onions in the 60s. You know, he just moved out to California. And, um started his life there because he had just left Stacks Records. (coughs) Excuse me. And he um, went out there to venture in the music business. So, when he discovered Bill Withers and Clarence Anvil who started Success Records, hired him, he wanted songs, you know, his own pen songs to, you know, record. Mm -hmm. And Ain't No Sunshine basically is is a true story about him living with this young girl and that's why you know in, in, in the lyrics it said i better leave the young thing alone because ain't no sunshine since she's gone you know it was a young girl that he was in love with you know and um they couldn't make it so when yeah i can relate her, you know, yeah yeah, so,
1: yeah i can relate to
4: that i think everybody could <laughs> yeah yeah i think everybody could if that's male, rather, you know, or if vice versa, you know. <laughs> but like I said, Bill writes songs that's, that's based on truth.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
4: you know, uh, Bill was just Bill. And it's the second album, Still Bill. That's what he says. I'm still Bill. I'm still me. Accept me as I am, you know. And the first album, of course, is called Just As I Am. Mm-hmm. Just As I Am is just me. You know, take me as I am take my songs as is. And, you know, both albums well, most of his albums are masterpieces anyway. But I recommend the first two albums, just as I am, and still Bill, those are the complete masterpieces. You know, complete masterpieces as, as well as Wine Light with him his collaboration with Grover Washington with just the two of us. And um he has another one he had Bill with us live at, at the Carnegie Hall, what he did in seventy two. And you know, so I you know he he he's just Bill, and that's what I love about him. He's just himself,
2: All right? Part of the show that Q probably likes the least because he doesn't get to pick Chancellor Brain for about five mm-hmm. to ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get into some of the music from tonight's uh, Wednesday Rewind artist. Again, with spotlight Bill Withers on tonight's show. I'm going to play three songs very quickly get the mojo flowing. We can get into the mood and the sound and for some of you youngsters, you can figure out who Bill Withers is. And for those of you who already know who Bill Withers is, help me and shout out to Lee in the chat room. Go on YouTube, get on your cell phone and see if Q-Man really is in the movie Lean On Me uh,
3: mm-hmm. in the crowd
2: chanting Freeman Debarcus. So, play some music we're gonna play Ain't No Sunshine lean on me and use me from tonight's spotlighted artist Phil Withers and Neil Soul Show. we'll be right back
5: Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime. darkness every day ain't no sunshine what you've gone it's this house just how just we
2: Alright we said Q This is what we're going to do right so after we, we listen to the music we're going to try to name some of the movies That we know that We've heard of Bill where music in So give me one
1: Um I'm not even going to go with the obvious one
2: We'll go with okay.
1: The replacement with Keanu Reeves That last song played
2: You me within that one? Yes Okay, I, I, I was going to go with another football movie, Any Given Sunday. Mm. Use Me was used in, in that movie as well. Because <laughs> we know Lean On Me is from what was used um for the soundtrack for the movie. Well, again, that ladies and gentlemen, the Q-Man is claiming that he was a part of the crowd chanting, Free Mr. Clark.
1: What would you do In this You
2: you hear this You hear this Mike The Q man (laughs) is saying That he was In the crowd Mm. Dancing free Mr. Clark And lean on me
4: Oh wow Toward the um, Next to the last part Of the movie Yes Yeah. Yeah Oh wow Hmm
1: Mitch doesn't believe me, and I'm like, of all the things for me to fabricate, come on.
2: <laughs> I'm saying, but it's something so easily. I have an uncle that till this day tells me that he is one of the dancers from the Remember the Time video. It's hard mm. to pinpoint oh, wow. <laughs> if you were actually one of those people or not. And there was so many people in the crowd at City Hall in that scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just. Yeah. Kidding out <laughs> to all know? of the listeners that out that text me um, That's my jam Oh I didn't know Bill Weathers on that This is just confirming What I said to you earlier Like a lot of people know the music And maybe just didn't know the name
1: mm. I tell you what Mitch Wow so You Usually would never Send you there But this is how you know it's true There is a family member you have That can validate that How about that
2: I have a family member that can validate you were in Lean on me yes I will speak to said family member I'm not going to hold this show up any longer Good. so Mr. Withers oh, I, we we didn't even play my favorite um, Bill Withers songs they came a little bit later in the career Mike did Bill do anything a lot of the other artists that we um, we spotlighted on the show, they um they had writing credit and produced production credit um outside like they worked with other artists. Um, did Bill work with other artists during his own um, career?
4: Uh, yeah, he did. You know, because each time he was with, with uh two labels, he was with Sussex, you know, and then in '74 he was having trouble management trouble with the label, you know, as far as contracts and things. He just started working You know With a, like Gladys Knight You know And people like that At the time Uh James Brown I mean different ones He 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 just You know He would add his Two cents right You know As far as writing credits And things like that People have recorded this And then the thing about it You know People have recorded this music While he was You know Recording You know mm-hmm. Who called Creative Source That made a song Who is he And what is he to you which was used by L.O. Cool J, you know, um, oh man, what was that? The, 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 when it came out in the 90s, a Phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And that was used, you know, that sample created sources, Who's he what, is he? what Is He to You?, which was written by Bill Withers. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
4: and, um, yeah, there, you know, other people have recorded his music. Michael Jackson recorded Ain't No Sunshine, and it was a big hit in the UK. Which is on his Got to be there album um, <clears throat> You know um, Golly I mean Quite a few people Recorded Bill uh, His music And so forth You know But uh, uh, Gladys Knight um, Yeah He's worked with Some other artists You know Besides uh, Gladys and I'm trying to think Of some other ones B.B. B. King Different ones So yeah okay. He has written You know Composed music For other artists And I didn't want to mention his musicians Which was out of this world to me Um, I love the drumming on uh, Use Me You know, he goes, oh, just keep on using me And you hear the drums He had recruited a group called uh, The Watts Hunt 3rd Street Band From uh, Compton, California Which Mm -hmm. was the group that did Express Yourself With Charles Wright I don't know if you guys remember that song But it was in the commercials and so uh, Express Yourself you know and um, that was that group he recruited and James Gasson was the drummer uh, for Bill on those recordings so I thought it was just important to just mention you know the group that Bill had worked with Mm -hmm. and you know how great they are you know so yeah just wanted to throw that in also Grandma's Hands was sampled you know by um, Backstreet Mm. Uh, yeah, um, No Diggity.
2: Uh, do you, first do you know that song.
4: Huh? Yes And the, the part where it goes, mm-hmm, that part. Mm-hmm. And the beginning of Grandma's Hand is Bill. So what they did was they just speeded up his voice, mm-hmm, you know, like that. And it is just, you know, did the rap part. So Bill is sampled in No Diggity, Grandma's
2: Hand. Well, is look, in look at look at that. Wow I, see, I I see some of the youngsters in, in the chat room already typing. No, digging you was their song. That was a great song by Backstreet, yeah. I
4: love that song. And of course Lean on Me, you know, was recorded by Club Nouveau, you know, in the late eighties, which was a good which was a great party record. And not only used in as a movie, but it was also a hit for them as well. Which was a big party record, you know. So, um, yeah, Bill's longevity. I mean, really, Bill doesn't have to do anything, <laughs> you know, because his um, his catalog
2: continues to grow.
4: It Good. continues to grow.
2: Come on, Kill. You've been you've been you've been you you ask every week. Come on, ask the question.
1: <laughs> Which one is the
4: Ice Boons? Favorite. Oh God All of them
3: <laughs>
4: They're my children <laughs> it's, oh, it's, no, I, I mean, Everyone that you played Was my favorite Basically um, I like them all You know it's hard It's really hard for me to choose One song that I would play By Bill Withers Because there's so many You know uh-huh. Ain't No Sunshine And of course Um Use me, lean on me, of course, and I love his B sides too, like Harlem. He did one called "Better Off Dead," where he talks about he was an alcoholic, where he just, you know, used all his money. He was married, and 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 uh, you know, and his wife left him, took the children, and he kills himself, and you hear a gunshot at the end of the song, you know.
3: Um,
4: just the two of us masterpiece from 19 spring 1981 with Grover uh, Grover Washington's collaboration with him oh man uh make uh make love to your mind you know that was another one he did when he changed labels when he went to Columbia so it's so many I have so many you know favorites and then LP cuts I love too you know so and I mentioned one earlier what who is he and what is he to you so yeah, I don't have. I, I they're all my favorites.
2: <laughs> Anything else, Q? Before before we jump into one of one of one of said favorites?
1: No, I'll go right
2: ahead. <laughs> I said this earlier too, Mike. Before we brought you on the show, for a lot of people in my generation, you're mm-hmm. gonna know this song. You're right. just used to hearing Will Smith rapping over it. You might not know that Bill Withers the original. So. Right. With, with that said, we are going to play the last two songs of tonight, we're going to come back, get a little bit more on Mr. Withers, and then close the show out with Chancellor of Soul. We're going to play just the two of us, I'm not even going to say the name of the other song. You're going to know it as soon as it starts playing, In the old soul show will be right back.